Hello everyone and welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 128 and today we're going to be looking at listening to God, that line that Jesus said, quite an intriguing line, my sheep hear my voice and they don't listen to the stranger. My sheep hear my voice. What is that about? What is he talking about? Obviously, it's about guidance, but still, you know, it's our experience that uh, for most of us, it's not that easy to hear or listen to God's leading. And it seems like, you know, life is full of decisions. And uh, even if we're not wrestling with a decision you know, ourself, we usually know someone who is deciding or figuring something out or, you know, should I take this new job or should I buy this house or which college, which school, how do I, how do I prepare for the future? What am I going to be doing in five years? I mean, these are just regular questions that we often come across. And, uh, you know, it seems like we're, we're not like the Canadian geese, let's just say that. We, they don't seem to have any trouble flying thousands of miles south and then back home. They have this built-in compass. And yet, for many of us, getting that sense of direction isn't quite as straightforward. And yet Jesus says, yeah, actually, actually you do have an inner compass. It's accurate and it guides, but it takes a little bit of practice. My sheep hear my voice, he says. Yeah, directions. A sense of direction, not always so easy. Because also, you know, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. Also, uh, sheep can easily follow the wrong voice, right? We can follow the crowd. We can follow the biggest, loudest personality rather than listen to what the psalmist called the still small voice of God. The still small voice of God. So one of Jesus' names is, of course, the Good Shepherd. It's actually one of the the most favorite images of God that people have. God being like a shepherd. And, of course, we're the sheep. And uh, every, every year, actually, every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, it's called Good Shepherd Sunday. And it's always the Sunday that we talk about some aspect of God being the shepherd and we being like the sheep. And one of the things that these early students of Jesus had to learn after the crucifixion and after the resurrection, remember he was only with them about 40 days before he left, right? So yes, we had the, we had the crucifixion and then we had the resurrection where people, certain ones, saw him uh, face to face, but he was only with them for 40 days. 
And after that 40 days, he left them physically. Now, yes, there was uh, another he sent, what we have come to call the Holy Spirit. But the disciples, these early students, they would have to learn how to be guided by Jesus in a different way. These first students would have to learn how to be guided when he was no longer physically present. How would they hear him when they couldn't sit down and have dinner with them and chat to them and ask questions and talk and ask for clarification? And how would they listen to him when they, he wasn't going to be walking on the roads with them anymore or in a field or in a synagogue or whatever they would have their teaching? Obviously, it was going to be a very different kind of listening. And actually, it's the kind of listening that we have, because we don't get to sit down and have dinner with Jesus, right, and ask all our questions. Wouldn't that be great? We don't get to walk along the dusty roads. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not the way we do it, right? So obviously, when we're talking about guidance or listening to God or God communicating with us, it's got to be a different kind of listening. When we, when we speak about hearing God or being led by God, uh, it can be so quickly misunderstood because it's definitely not about hearing voices. It's not about a literal hearing at all. In fact, it's not audible. Now, yes, I know that some people say, well, I did have an audible experience once, and fair enough. But the majority of the time, it's a subtle inner guidance. When we talk about hearing God, it's a subtle inner guidance. It's a capacity. It's actually a learned capacity to discern or to tease apart how to choose what is the right decision or God's way or the right way. How to, as Jesus would say, listen to the shepherd's voice. So it's subtle. It's a subtle kind of guidance. And it involves discerning. Who are you listening to? Or as the language of the Gospel of John says, is this the shepherd's voice or is it the stranger's voice? We get to choose. We don't always make the right decisions, obviously, right? So we can certainly listen to the wrong people or we can be impressed by the wrong things. Just because somebody says, God told me, is not enough. Just because people can say and do all sorts of things down throughout history, right up to the present day, they justify all sorts of things by saying, well, God told me, or this is what God wants me to do, or I feel that God is leading me in this way. It doesn't really matter what people say. For Jesus, it's not so much what people say. It's more the end result. So this is really a good test for 
figuring out if it's the leading of God or not. It might just be the leading of yourself. You might be off track that day. Jesus would say, it's not so much even about what you feel, it's what fruit are you bearing? In other words, that's Jesus' way of saying, if you follow your thought process through and you make the decision you're thinking about making, what's the end result? What's the end result of your, of your decision? Follow it through to the end. So, you know, we hear people all the time, you know, somebody will quote scripture or carry around a big floppy Bible and God says this or God told me this or I believe this. Well, fine. Jesus would say, my sheep hear my voice and furthermore, by their fruit, you will know them. What is the end result of the decision? Does it lead to peace? Is it kind? Is it fair? Is it merciful? That's Jesus' kind of fruit. Does it lead to understanding? That's Jesus' kind of fruit. On the other hand, you know, if, it's, if, if choices and, oh, God is leading me to this and God told me this, or if it stirs up hostility, if it pits people against one another, if it's self-serving, that's not the shepherd. That's not the shepherd. So there really are checks and balances when it comes to hearing the shepherd's voice or the stranger's voice. There's a number, actually, of checks and balances that we can, we can uh, use. Because it's very easy to listen to the wrong voice. It's very easy to listen to the stranger. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they, and they follow me. They don't listen to the voice of a stranger. So, now again, he's using very figurative language here, but I think the simplest way of talking about this is we're talking to ourselves all the time, right? We're making decisions all the time. And a part of the spiritual life is to discern, is this the shepherd or is it the stranger? You know, when we talk to ourselves, we're thinking about making a decision, we're thinking about moving ahead on something. When we start to lose confidence, when we start to follow fear, when we feel hopeless or stuck, when we start to turn inward and get mired down in shame or unforgiveness or anger, you can be sure that is the stranger's voice. In other words, it's just not the way that the shepherd leads. The shepherd always, always leads toward well, as Jesus said, you know, I've come that you might have abundant life. So when you're making a decision, when you're choosing something, if it's not going to lead to abundant life, then it's questionable, right? So it's always good to ask ourselves when we're making decisions, when we're choosing a sense of direction, 
Who am I listening to? And does this sound like the Good Shepherd? Does this sound like the Good Shepherd? Yeah, there's, there's a number of checks and balances uh, for, for followers of Christ uh, to, to learn, really, how to discern who or what is leading us. And again, the big one that we just covered is, like Jesus taught us, is that um, where will this direction end up? If I'm struggling on making a decision, if I follow through my thought process, what is the fruit of the end result of my choice? Right? So, yeah, if I follow it through, let's say I'm in a horrible relationship and I decide to stay in it. I follow that thought through. This is a real obvious one. I follow that thought through. In five years' time, I'm still going to be miserable. I am still going to not trust this person. I am still going to be questioning myself daily. Yeah, obviously, not the shepherd's voice. Not the shepherd's voice. Another check and balance we have too when we're making decisions is, is does Scripture address my particular dilemma or question? Now, it may not. It may not. Um, scripture won't always directly guide you. However, a principle found within the Scripture may direct you. So it's always good to, you know, with certain decisions, how does this jive with Scripture? Obviously, there's certain things that are just absolute downright wrong, right? Deception, lying, stealing. I mean, really, you, you hardly have to think about that, right? We're just moving into places of temptation when it comes to that. But oftentimes the scripture will, will guide you in principle. One of the principles that I like and I find really helpful is when you are thinking about making a decision, one of the principles that I found most helpful is don't be led by fear. Fear is not being led by the good shepherd. Being led by fear is just being led by fear. Yeah, we don't want to be led primarily by fear. So there's another check and balance. Does the scripture have anything to say at all about what I'm wondering about? Now, again, it might not. It might be something really simple you're wondering about. Shall I buy a red card or a white card? It doesn't matter. Do what you want. But for more important things, you know, that are going to, you know, really have an impact on your life. It's like, yeah, I definitely want a sense of direction. For me, I would want a sense of direction where I'm living. I think where you live is really important because I've lived in places I don't like. Uh, who you're with is really important. Your friends, your family, who you're with, who you're spending your time with. 
uh, what you do with your time, you know, things like that, the things that affect you uh, every single day. That's important to get a sense of direction there. Certainly who you partner with, that's huge. Um, another check we have too is, well, it's commonly known as the church, but here's another way of saying it. Another check and balance is, what are you, how are your friends and, and your family members, the ones with some spiritual discernment, we're talking about wise people here, uh, how do the wise ones in your life help you think things through? If you have one or two wise people that keep saying no to you, I would, I would be very, very cautious about moving ahead on something. I'd be very cautious on that. Because sometimes when you move ahead with a decision, there absolutely is no going back. And again, it depends what it is, but still. If there's a desire to hear the shepherd, God has ways to make the way clear to us. But oftentimes, it's subtle. Many, many people have said to me, well, I never really hear God, or I've never experienced guidance. And many times, it's because I've never had an experience like the Apostle Paul, who was thrown off his horse, blinded by the light, right? And heard the voice of Jesus say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Right? That's unusual. Most people don't need to be slapped off their horse, right? That most people don't have such dramatic encounters. But many, many people can point to a period in their life where they wonder how they got through that. And upon, and upon reflection, they think, God must have really helped me. I don't know how I got through that. Well, that is the guidance of the shepherd. Many, many people would say, I really don't know. You know, I wasn't sure what to do. And then this just seemed to open up for me. And it's worked out so well. And it opened up and, well... That's the subtle guidance of the shepherd. Many people say, I don't know how we ever found this house or how I ever found this person or how I ever found this church. This church just is, means the world to me. I don't know how I found it. Yeah, well, right, there you go. The subtle guidance of the shepherd. In fact, the scripture says, all good gifts come from the Father of lights because God desires to guide us. This is the good thing. This is a good thing. If you are at a point in your life where you're wondering about something and you're trying to make the right decision, the good news is, is that God desires to guide us. 
And God has put us together in such a way, whether we have confidence in this or not, God has put us together in such a way that we can hear the shepherd's voice. So there's the prayer. There's the heart cry. God, help me to really pay attention this week because you're telling me that you can guide me and that you can lead me. And I'm looking to you and I'm asking that you'll show me the way and give me a sense of direction. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. Thank you for joining me. You have been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.